Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Hey, Laura. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. How's it going? It's going real good. I had a short day at work today. Me too. You always have a short Friday at work. I do love my half day Fridays. Those are Taco Bell perks. It is a Taco Bell perk. I. It's like we were just talking about this. Um, we had like an outing for work on Wednesday and we were, I was talking with one of my coworkers, her husband came and I know him from just like, before I even worked at Taco Bell, she was somebody that I knew through Chelsea. And him and I were just chatting about, like, work. And he was like, yeah, I have, like, zero desire to, like, ever go back to work. I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't mind going in, like, my one, like, day a week or whatever. Like, that's fun. I was like, but I just can't remember or imagine ever going back five days a week. And now I'm in this place where I'm like, I can't imagine not getting to work half day every Friday. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, they basically spoil you. It is. So it's, like, all these, like, perks that I know it's just part of. They use that as incentive, I guess, to keep you and to get you to come. Like, because that was, like, honestly, when I got hired and I, like, tried to negotiate more money, they were, uh, they did meet me halfway, but they were, like, but with the bonuses, like, you're going to, like, exceed, like, what you're requesting. And then you get half day Friday, so you're not to, and, like, so they're, like, pushing all of those things. They're using those all as negotiating tactics. You're, like, okay. Yeah, fine, I take it. (laughs) Yeah, I do not get half day Fridays. I don't know if you remember public sector life, but that's not a thing. Uh, it's been six months. <laughs> I kind of remember it, but um, no. But different. I definitely. I'm kind of weird with how I take my PTO. Like, I don't. I don't really go on trips where I'm off for like a week very often. So it's a lot of just like Fridays. So I end up with like a ton of Fridays off a year or whatever, just because I have so much PTO. Yeah, and I'm to the point where it's like use it or lose it. But I also like doing half-day Fridays because it extends it even more, which is really easy working from home because I roll out of bed, I work a few hours in the morning, and then I'm just like, I take a shower and I'm off the rest of the day, you know? So I love doing that. I feel like half-day Fridays, half-day Fridays going into the office would suck because you're blowing half a day actually in the office. But from home, it's just like, I might as well work the morning in the office. So that was really nice. Yeah. And we got to like actually hang out today I know we don't always get to hang out I feel like we record more now via zoom than we do yeah in person but um yeah we went one of our favorite local restaurants here in the circle in orange it's called OC and it's delicious I feel like we've probably talked about them before, oh we have but it's if you like seafood like oh my god you guys this is the best restaurant it's amazing and we've gone multiple times like so many times I happen to read on their website because we always order wine like we always order a bottle of wine when we go or a glass of wine or something and so I'd read on their website about their corkage fees that they don't have a corkage fee the only condition is that 
they'll open it for you. They won't charge you a cartridge fee, but you have to pour a glass and take it to somebody in the restaurant and share your bottle with somebody in the restaurant. So going into it, I was like, that's so cool. But we're always, we were also like, we know the owner. Like, he's not going to make us do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, he made us do that. So we, like, sat there and fought about who was going to do it. You, we were both so nervous. We both got so much anxiety <laughs> about picking a person and then going over there. And then what if they reject our wine? And what if they're like, why is this crazy person bringing us wine? And then... Oh, yeah. I was like, Laura, feel my armpits. And she's like, I'm so- not feeling your armpits. I'm like, I'm sweating so bad. <laughs> so we, we both... Because it's just both not our personality to want to do something like that. But um, but then at the same time, it's like you're literally going to give a free glass of wine to somebody. Like you're literally like the like you're an angel. Like and they told you like so when they when they gave us a bottle, they poured each of us a glass. They poured that third glass. And I feel like it wasn't even a full glass. No, he called it a taster. Yeah, he called it a taster. And he's like, um, so pick anybody in the restaurant. He's like, my advice is that you see, you choose somebody that's already drinking. That way you know you're not giving it to somebody who may not drink. Yeah. And he's like... Bring it to um, somebody who's a struggling alcoholic yeah, or something. Would be good. Be like, that's cool. And then he's like, you just want to kind of give the spiel of, hey, I'm bringing you this glass of wine because... And then kind of explain how the restaurant allow you know has no corkage fee because then it also allows other people to know oh that's so cool i can bring my own bottle next time and not have to pay a corkage fee and share a glass with somebody or whatever so i was so stressed about bringing it to somebody laura ended up doing it yeah i was like screw you fine well (laughs) i was like i brought the wine you have to go do it and she wasn't having that so i was like fine next time you're bringing the wine and you're delivering (laughs) and i uh because i was like so stressed out and then I was like I'm looking around the restaurant and I'm like okay well this one couple they're drinking beer maybe they don't like wine and then this other couple like they look like they're almost like done and then like we spotted these like three older women and Mike the owner he like told us that they like come like like every other week and they usually bring a bottle of wine so they're like aware of the um how it works of how it works but the he mentioned to me that they're the um they basically are the women who run our farmer's market here in Orange. And so I'm, like, always all about, like, wanting to network with our local people and stuff. So I was, like, whatever. Like, actually, this is, like, a good opportunity. I'll go chat with them. So I went. And they were, like, the first lady was, like, oh, she's, like, that's so sweet. And, like, was so, like, being nice. But I felt like they were, like, kind of wrapping up. And I was, like, oh, if you guys are, like, almost done, it's fine. And I was, like, I'll totally pick someone else. Like, and then the another one of the ladies, she was, like, oh, no, I'm not letting you walk away with that glass of wine. Give that to me. So uh, they, but they were aware of the Corkage program, but they were, it was really nice, and it was just nice to, like, chat I with somebody. I thought that was the coolest thing. Not that I've ever had an interest in opening a restaurant, but sometimes you do go to a restaurant that does something so unique like that, that, you, like, you add it to, like, your, like, if I were to ever open a restaurant, which I'll never yeah. do, but if I did, like this goes on that list of yeah. like things I would do because it does force you to like get up and talk to somebody, which is like so scary. I'm going to have to do it next time. I'm going to have diarrhea just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, it is cool. Like it's so nice that they like don't charge you that small or large. Corkage fees aren't cheap. Yeah. Um, And then... Like, part of it is just, like, community. They want you to go meet somebody. They want you to go network, yeah. be friendly, what, whatever you want to call that. And it does get people out of their comfort zones. Like, we were both dying. You were <laughs> way more natural at it than me. You did amazing. I'm going to have to, like, I'm literally going to think about this for, like, the next six weeks until we probably go again. I'm going to have nightmares about it. Because I told Laura, I was like... It's fine. Like, who wouldn't... Like, she was like, who wouldn't be stoked to get a glass of wine? I'm like, yeah, but you'd probably wonder, like, if it's roofied or something. And she's like, that's why they tell you to say the thing. But I was like, the most awkward situation would be to, like, walk up so friendly with a glass of wine and, like, offer it to them and give your whole spiel and then have them say no. And then you do, like, the walk of shame back (laughs) to your table with a glass of wine. You're like, well, I tried, Mike, so it's mine now. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, I'm not doing this twice. No. Well, that's why I was like, can you just do it, Mike? Like, why do we have to do it? <laughs> oh, and he was not budging. He's like, this is, no, no this is, get out of your comfort zone. Share He's going to take our wine back and just give it to everyone in the restaurant. <laughs> He's like, you know what you should do next time? Buy our wine. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they do have such a good wine list. They but do. I just had a bottle from a winery that Jeff and I had visited last year that I wanted to use. And so. And it was really really good it was a good soft that is i've only been to temecula once and it was recent 
And I think we went to three or four wineries when we were there, and that was my favorite winery. Oh, yeah, you guys did go there. Yeah, because they have the brewery and the winery there now, and it's just huge, and there's, like, endless places to sit and things to do, and I really, really like that winery. Yeah, we really, it was Akash Vineyards. Sauv Blanc, right? it was their Sauv Blanc, and yeah, it was was just a perfect, refreshing wine, because it's, like, super hot here today, and it's a seafood restaurant. I just felt like it was a good seat. Because we usually drink Sauv Blanc we when we go there. We always Blanc there. Yeah. Delicious. So good. So good. Well, how was your week? Speaking of work, I know you had a fun work event this week. We did. So once a month or so, we try to do these inspirational team build. It's because we're like a design agency. Like they usually, sometimes they're more just for team building, but like other times it's supposed to be like, and sometimes it's loosely like. Just for fun. They like say it's like inspiration to like just get your creative juices going and stuff. But um, like when we went to go see like um, when they rented out a theater and we went and saw uh, what was the Gucci movie. Um, oh, House of Gucci. House of Gucci. Um, like that kind of stuff. But we went and saw. So they had this has been like super popular the last couple years was the Van Gogh immersive like experience, ex- experience or, whatever. or whatever they called. Well, the place that did that in L.A., just redid it and now they did one for uh Frida and so we went and did that and um it was I feel like I'm getting old because I get like freaking motions like I get like oh, literally motion sickness I would be in there then, huh? I was like I don't I don't know I think it was just like I don't know because some people agreed with me some people are like no I usually get sick in these because you're just sitting there but there's just like so much things like happening around on you. Soaring over California, so oh, well, I get I get motion sickness on a lot of rides. So, but this isn't a ride. You're just sitting there, like you're sitting on the floor. Well, they have or like benches and stuff. Oh. Yeah, but uh, I think it's because it's like 30, 40 minutes probably. Oh, but it's the like, whole well, you're not moving around a museum. It's like all in the same room. Yeah, it's like one. Like think of like a huge empty warehouse that. Um, just with white, big white walls, and they, like, it's Project. just projected all on cool. the, like, yeah, it's, um, it is really cool. And, yeah, so it was, like, probably a good 35, 40 minutes. And then, um, so we did that with our big group. There was, like, 40 of us. And then we walked to this place called Mama's Shelter, which is a restaurant, and they have, like, a big rooftop, like, bar, um, right in Hollywood. And we, um, had lunch and drinks up there and stuff, and... It sucks because, like, by the time we're, like, kind of done eating lunch, it's, like, 4.35. So you're, like... Rush hour It's traffic. already rush hour traffic. So it's not, like, got to try to rush out by, like, now. So it's, like, at this point, you just kind of, like, suck it up or yeah. you wait for, like, another three hours. So I think a majority of us left around, like, 5.30-ish. But I know there was a good, like, eight or ten people who held strong until, like, eight yeah, o'clock. Yeah, they're, like, we're but, just going to keep hanging out. But I was, until- like, okay, I'm, I'm the one driving. I drove myself this time. So I was, like... I'm just going to, like, only have a couple drinks anyway because I have to drive home. And, like, it was so hot. Like, the sun was just beating on us. So you just, like, sometimes you, you just feel like it, it was just, like, yeah, I was just like, you know what? I was like, give me a water. I need to go. And then, like, as I was walking back to my car, I walked past, like, a Phil's coffee. And I was like, oh, maybe I need some caffeine for the drive home. <laughs> so I picked up a coffee and then just conquered the hour and 45-minute drive, drive back. But... It's just it nice. so beyond crazy to me how different, like, like what were, tell me in the last year, well, the last year is a bad example because we were remote, but like the last full year you were on campus at the college you worked yeah. for, what did they do for you in that year? Like what kind of parties did you get or celebrations? Um, I mean, my boss would like bring bagels in one day for some appreciation day or and I like it was I like for a birthday every semester so I definitely we didn't yeah no we never I mean yeah my boss would like go out of her way once in a while just but it was like usually for a birthday like a birthday we would bring some stuff in and even then it was like everybody kind of like chipped in for it so it wasn't necessarily like exactly it wasn't my work doing something it was just like my boss being nice and bringing something but I mean I'm very far and few between where I'm like, I got more just yesterday on Cinco de Mayo than I get like. You were drinking micheladas at work, yes. like on the clock. I'm like, I am so <laughs> jealous right now. Did. They did like a, a Cinco de Mayo mix. Well, like, so they had like a Cinco de Mayo breakfast in the morning. 
So I went and had some of that. And then in the afternoon, they did like a mixer. And I had like meetings sandwiched like before and after. So I like went down for like the 30 minutes, got my michelada and like went back upstairs with it to go into my next (laughs) meeting with the Modelo. So (laughs) awesome. Now this reminds me, so like maybe a week or two ago, we got an email at work about, um, they always do like a staff appreciation thing in May every year. And so I got the email. It's going to be a barbecue. It's going to be like outside this year. I forgot they did do that at Cal Poly. I forgot about that. Staff and it was like an RSVP, like sign up yes or no. Yeah. Well, it's on a day of the week that I'm not on campus. So I don't necessarily, I'm not, we're not getting micheladas and stuff. I don't need a shitty yeah. burger. Yeah. So I RSVP. No, but anyways, it reminded me because my first probably five years of working there the staff appreciation thing was a breakfast that started 30 minutes before my work shift started. Yeah. So you had to go early to if you wanted to go, and you had to pay for it yourself. It was $6 that you had to pay. Wait, they had an appreciation. <laughs> How are you being appreciated Dude, that you're paying? It was such a joke. Like, I was like, are you kidding me? But then I just, I worked there for so long that I was like, oh, this is just what happens. Like, you pay for it yourself or whatever. And, and you do have to remember that when you work for... The public sector, everything comes out of the taxpayer. Yeah, dollars. our tax so, dollars don't want us paying for each a lot of happy hours. Exactly, and- but there's different like budgets that they can put things in, and the fact that there was not a budget. But I think they're still appreciating your staff. your staff. Exactly. exactly. So I always thought it was ridiculous. I think my boss also thought it was ridiculous because she would always offer that she had like a date like let me know by this date if you want to go because I'm going to pay for everyone's anybody and so my boss would pay for it but the institution as a whole like if you had a boss that didn't offer that or whatever yeah. like you were paying to attend your own appreciation <laughs> breakfast like that's so bad it's so, so they, did, they did pretty good for staff appreciation day at Cal Poly it was very um it started with like a breakfast and it was very like in it nothing you paid for yeah. everything was free but it was there was the appreciation Actually, I think it was over two days. So the first day, it was, like, a breakfast. And then they had, like, all these, like, classes for two, throughout two days that you could sign up for. So it could have been, like, a Zumba class or, like, a basketball game or a how-to succulent, like, workshop. I thought or, you were going to say something else. Oh, how to succulent. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, oh, my God, Cal Poly. <laughs> uh, succulent, like, how to... Gross succulent <laughs> workshop. Um, and, and or you can sign up for the how to suck class. <laughs> You're so weird. <laughs> so succulents. Okay, got it. Was that the one um, you were always interested in? Um, the suck. I did do the succulent class once. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and um, I'm trying to think. They did like cooking because we had like a hospitality like. Um, oh, so they used like so kind it was of like things different they... things like, and you can like go do like fun little things, and um, I would usually sign. Oh, the, my favorite was the I was gonna say wine and sip, but there was no wine, or the paint and sip <laughs> where you drink wine. And... So it's kind of like going into one of those wine and paint things just without no wine. wine. Yeah, so I would <laughs> do that every year. I would always do the paint one because that was always the most fun, and um, so that was like over two days. So there's a breakfast the first day, classes over the two days. And then on the second day, there was the big lunch barbecue, and they had, like, raffles and a photo booth, and they, like, tried to make it fun. And then that afternoon, there was, like, a um, variety show. So, like, a ta- like, you could, like, sign like, up. Like, you could sign up and say, if like, I, wanted I want to do, do a dance, and then yeah, you could like, do, like, a Napoleon Dynamite like, yeah, thing or something. Exactly. How many times did you sign up? Never. <laughs> but if, like, I had a crew that was like, hey, do you want to do it? I would have been like, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't want to go, like, to do... I'm all about team um, throwing myself out there. Like, for me to go walk to give somebody a glass of wine gives me more stress than, like, going out with a group of people. Yeah. Like, I think if I'm doing it with, like, a large... Like, if your ass would have gotten up with me at the restaurant today and offered to go deliver wine with me, that would have been nice. No, I just stayed back and was on my phone pretending I didn't realize any of this was happening when really I was, like, dying inside. (laughs) So ridiculous. Yeah, so the staff appreciation, I forgot. That was every June... That was nice. Um, but half the time I was too busy to like even, pro- I'd like make time to, I would never go to the breakfast. I would try to do one or two classes and then I would go to the lunch. But, nice. Uh, but so you're saying Taco Bell has been so much better about. Oh my God. Showing yeah. their appreciation. They're like obsessed with doing, <laughs> they have something fun going on almost every week. Like next Thursday, it's a, it's 
like a, I don't remember what they're calling it, but they basically want you to wear like Taco Bell stuff. Oh, nice. And then like, if you do, you're like entered into raffles and stuff. And like, they usually, like when they do these raffles and stuff, it's always like for Peloton or like a $500 Airbnb gift card. It's like so always it's like It's not like a Cal Poly Pomona shirt or something. Yeah. It's usually, <laughs> like I think that next week they did, it's probably going to be a bunch of like swag stuff. Which is still cool. It's fine. But um, I already have way too much like Taco Bell stuff and I've only been there six months. <laughs> Um, well, that's fun. But yeah, it's, I mean, I know next month, I think we're just doing a big beach day, like on a Friday, we're going to oh, just get a bonfire pit, volleyball, eat, drink, and hang out at the beach kind very of thing. fun. So, but it's honestly, I'm, I feel very lucky and it is definitely the private versus public sector is a different world. Oh yeah. It's and like- I'm. I'm always, like, so, like, mind blown about it. And I'm like, Jeff, they did this and this. And I can't imagine how much money they spent on this. And he's like, yeah, welcome to, like, this is just <laughs> how it is. Like, this is, this is where he's only, been. he's worked for, well, I mean, but none of his companies, but they do, when they do do things, it's. Over the top. Over the top. But it's just, like, it's just different. I'm exactly. not used to it. I've never had that before. So this is always, like, really just, like, wow to me. <laughs> Which is so exciting. Yeah. So I. I'm still in the public sector. <laughs> um, still, like, I go through, like, waves. I'm, like, super into the applying for jobs or I'm, like, too busy to worry about it or just, like, don't have the mental capacity for it. Yeah. But, like, it is still a goal. Um, I'm kind of still in that place of, like, well, it's not that bad here and I'm still only here two days a week, which I actually, like, I, I hate the two days. But, like, once I'm there, it's yeah, not bad. Um, but, yeah, like, no, it's been... Um, so I think I talked about how I had paid somebody to review my resume with yep. me, and she did. She sent me, like, a, a ton of stuff back, and I just wasn't getting, like, anything, though. And so in this one Facebook group I'm in, I, I was talking to this guy, and he, like, offered help, too. So I sent him my resume, and he gave me all this advice back, and, like, the biggest part of the advice he gave me was, like, don't use an Etsy template resume, which yeah. I was. Like, I had yeah. been told, like... By the other girl that, like, they're great to use and blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, there's no... So, like, when you apply to big companies, like, they're going through, like, a application... Like, there's, like, an an automated, like, AI system reading the resume before a human even reads it. And he's, yeah. like, when you use something like that, like, the system doesn't even know how to read it. It's going to kick you out a lot of times before anybody will even yeah. read it. So I was, like, well, shit. So then I, like, completely had to just start with, like, a boring resume. That looks... I have a... Mine's boring. Oh, yeah. Mine's, like, probably the most boring possible resume ever now. But I'm getting, like, more hits than I've... Everything was either a ghost, like, you'd hear nothing, or it was a denial. Like, mm-hmm. just no, no, no. And all of a sudden, like, I'm getting hits. So I've gotten, like, three companies that I've... Um, I didn't either... know this. We, I, I didn't tell you this? No. So there was one company that, like, I had an initial call with, um, and, I ju- like, I just realized the timeline of that. That was a week ago. So I'm assuming that one's no, because I didn't get, like, another call after that. <laughs> Did you send, like, a thank you or follow up no. with them? No. Steph, you have to send thank yous and follow up. <sighs> I'm the worst. Like I'll that, do that next time. Either that I- day or the next day, just, like, thank you so much for meeting me. Like, and, like yeah, there's, look up the Google there's so many, like, follow-up, like, So I need to do that. Yeah. Always follow-up. Yeah. send a thank one, you. That one was, like, my most exciting, though, because I was just, like, oh, like, I called Jordan, because Jordan is a recruiter, and I was just, like, I don't know what to do. Like, this guy left me a message. Like, he's, like, well, it's just an initial call. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, like, they're not going to, like, ask you anything, like, stressful, you yeah. know? Like, they're going to give you more information and want more information from you, so you like, Talk me off the ledge with it. And it was like good practice for me regardless because that's not how hiring in higher education works. Like, yeah. there's no initial call showing interest. That's not how it works. Yeah. So, and then I have um, another initial call scheduled for Monday. So when we're saying initial call, it's not like an interview. It's like to give you more information. No, they like, yeah, they email you like saying they're interested and then they said, so I, I feel like what I've learned so far in the corporate world is like their hiring process I'm not sure if this was the same for you but they have like a recruiter or hiring manager or something that will like call you it's like a 15 to 30 minute call they'll learn and then if if like things in that call look good then they'll send you forward to like whoever yeah so I have another one um Monday and then another one 
Oh, so another one Monday, and then I have another one where, like, they were a little bit different, but the company is so freaking cool, I would, like, die to work. I feel like I told you about this company. No. I didn't? You told me none of this, so I'm pissed, well, but I, like, it's don't even want to say the name or anything, it. but it's it's also, like, I imagine a lot of people want to work for this company, so I was excited. Do I know the name even. of this? Probably not. Oh. But it, it, it's a startup, but it's, um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you later. I feel, like, weird, say, like, saying sure. anything about any of them. But, um, like, their hiring process, they, like, invited me to start the interview process or whatever. But instead of an initial call, they send you, like, like basically the questions that would be in an initial call. And, like, there's a few, like, kind of just, like, this is the salary, does this work? This is yeah. the start date, would this work? And then there's kind of, like, a few interviewee questions. And then they call you, like, to schedule. So that... I sent late this week, and so I'll probably hear back from that one next week. Um, but it's just, like, exciting. Like, I'm not holding my breath on any of these. Like, I know yeah. it. Like, just from this higher ed group that I'm in of people trying to leave, like, I read people. Like, when people finally get a job, they'll share their entire, like, journey of, like, when they decided they wanted to leave higher ed, when they started applying, how many applications. And it's like, okay, I'm not the only one that this is like, taken yeah. a lot of time for. So I'm not expecting it to happen soon, but I'm also going to, like, give it my all on, like, everything I, every opportunity I do get. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's just, like, exciting that, like, finally I'm getting hits and at least, like, some practice towards this stuff. Absolutely. Because interviewing scares the crap out of me. Oh, it's, I hated it. Ugh. It's horrible. No, that's really good. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. you didn't tell me any of that. Only thing I knew relating to jobs this week was you texting me earlier yep. this week and saying... And I got so nervous. She brought up DC Boyfriend, you guys. And I was like, God, why (laughs) are we bringing up DC Boyfriend? (laughs) And so long story short, while she's just like browsing LinkedIn, she comes across somebody who is a head honcho at one of the companies that she would love to work at. And she knows that it's DC Boyfriend's dad. Super awkward. So most, it's funny because all of the companies that I've gotten hits from so, so far are not ed tech companies. But my main, like, investment of time in applying for jobs is ed tech. And so there's this ed tech company that's located in Irvine, but the job is remote. But I'm like, oh, it's close. Like, maybe they'll like that, like, I'm close or whatever. And so I was, like, super interested in um, applying for this job. I always, like, try to network with a couple people from, like, whatever company I'm applying for before I apply. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's, like, DC's boyfriend, dad. dad." He, like, he coached me in basketball like in like the seventh well, grade or okay. something. Okay, so yeah. So then Steph texts me and she's like, "Should I reach out to DC boyfriend and see um and just be like, hey, there's this job I'm interested in at this company I'm interested in. I see your dad's like somebody there. Is there someone he could connect me with?" And I'm like, "Well, no." <laughs> and well, and so then I start asking questions, and then I find out like she actually knows the dad like separately from DC yes. boyfriend. He was your basketball coach. I was like. Well, then absolutely no. Do not get him involved. I was like, this is what LinkedIn... And she was like, I just feel weird. I'm like, this is literally what LinkedIn was made for. Like, yes. it was made for networking. It was made for messaging people and stuff like that. And like, I'm sure people... every A lot of people get like crazy messages that like... Like I got one recently like by some guy in San Jose who's like trying to get people together to like start this startup. And he's trying to find people from... He's looking for somebody to work account, like, which is what I do at Taco gotcha. Bell. And I'm like, mm, yeah, send me more information. But I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy here. So, yeah. Well, no, I think he, like, wants me to do, like, a side, like, maybe oh, start, like, a side gig. thing with cool. him. And I'm like, I don't even know you. Like, you're literally <laughs> just messaging strangers. But I was like, you have no idea, like, what but kind of person what I am. But that's for. But yeah. And so I was like, no. I was like, just message him and be like, hey, my name's Stephanie. Like, you, and, like, just introduce you as, reintroduce yourself and, like, do it. So well, I think did you only, do it? So I did. And the only reason I was overthinking it, like I really did not want to reach out to DC boyfriend. I feel like it would make me look like that's not really why I was reaching out. And yeah. I'm like, that's the last thing I want to do. Well, that's why do. 100% I was like, no, you do not involve him. You do not reach out to him. That was like. Exactly. So- and so I was like, well, fuck. Like, then I was also nervous. Like, oh, if I reach out to the dad, is the dad going to be like so excited? Like, oh, Tyler's friend. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then go tell. Shit. I just like, 
whatever. <laughs> I don't care. It's not. It's like the most basic. Thing. Yeah, like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> and um, and so I was like, God dang it. And um, but whatever. Like in in that case, that makes me look better, honestly. Like if he yeah. did do that, like he knows I don't need him for anything. I don't need to go through you. I had no reason to talk to you. Yeah. I'm in. I work in education. I have an interest in this company, and I went straight to the source. Like yeah. I don't need you. So I did. And I should check my LinkedIn messages right now, but I have a feeling his dad doesn't use LinkedIn very often. Yeah, no message. Let me see if he's even read it. Can you Hasn't see? even read it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I assume he, that was like what, Monday or Tuesday? Uh, it was at least a few days ago, yeah. Yeah, so hasn't read it yet, but that was like. Well, I was if he's like, anything like Jeff, he'll see it next year and then respond. Like Jeff responds to people on LinkedIn like a year later. I'm like. Well, he's like a head honcho there too. Yeah. I was like, and then I asked Jordan, like I didn't tell Jordan like who DC boyfriend what? I don't think he'd care. But like, I was just like, oh, like there's, you know, this guy that I went to school with and like his dad works for the company. Like, is it weird to reach out or whatever? And um, he, so he was like kind of giving me advice on what to say too. And I was just like, okay, it's not like super, super weird, you know, but yeah. I would have freaking loved, that would have been the dream for him to be like, oh, company's Orange County. You're in Orange County. You want a remote job? Remote job. You can do Does this. Does he live in... He lives in Washington. He still lives in um, the city I grew up in. Oh, in Washington. Yeah. Okay. Um, But I was just like, oh my God. Like if he had enough pull to just like make it happen for me, like that kind of connection, like that would have just been ideal. Like in my head, that would have been good. But that also could have been like really awkward too. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Um, I have not heard back from him. (laughs) But I did apply for the job. So we'll see. Did you just put him down as a referral? (laughs) No, I just put it in. But I was like. You're like, what? I knew him in seventh like, grade. you don't always have to put a referral. Because, like, if there's an application in and you ask somebody after the fact, like, they can pull, like, a certain application. So I just figured, like, if he's interested after talking to him or whatever, like, he could ask for my application to be pulled or whatever. Yeah. And, but he hasn't even read the message. So. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the that's the exciting thing there. Um, well, that's good. I'm glad I had no idea that you've had, like, some traction and stuff going. So that's good. Yeah. I, I feel like, because I talked to Jordan it just feels about it good a lot. to, like, start getting, like... It does. And even if they, like, don't pan out, like, I feel like early stages it's okay if it doesn't pan out because this is, like, now, like, the most action I'm getting on anything. Yeah. But I feel like if you were to go through, like, a whole interview process and then get, like, denied or whatever. Like, when I got denied from TikTok. (laughs) TikTok? (laughs) Starts with a T. (laughs) When I got denied from TikTok. (laughs) When I had to to stop making TikTok. No, when, I forgot when I about got, that the first got, time. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because I had, I like thought I had, had Taco Bell in the bag because I had already, I had four interviews. That's a lot. And then I found out I wasn't getting it. And, I was like, and then I forgot, how did it work? Did they make you go through another round of interview process? No, or they, they literally, They were like, so, oh, we're hiring another one and they So they basically you. like informed me like, hey, um, just so you know, you didn't get the job. Ugh. But I wanted to let you know, like, they are still really interested in you. They do hope to have, like, more of these positions in the future and would love to talk to you. And I thought it, I kind of believed that because I did know somebody, like, I had a friend who worked in the company and um, who I knew would be pulling for me. But I also took it as, like, that's, like, a BS response. Just a generic, friendly response. yeah. Yeah, like, oh, but in the future we'll keep you in mind kind of thing. And then from even talking with my friend afterwards and, like, from the way they made it seem, I mean, because that was in August, September, and I was thinking, like, 2022, like, by the earliest. Like, I'm not, it's not going to be this year. So it wasn't until two, three weeks later when I got the call and it showed up as, like, being maybe Taco Bell or whatever. It knew, I knew who it was and I was like, um, hello? And I'm like, hey. And then they just offered me the job. So on the phone? Uh, like that. They called me two, three weeks later and offered. I didn't have to do another like wow. interview. I didn't have to do anything. It was just like. How exciting. I was literally, I remember I was getting, it was like during my work day, I was like getting in the car, like towards the end of my work day, I was getting in the car to go to Target. And I just like, I didn't even go to Target that day. I was so like <laughs> caught off guard and I was like getting in my car. I answered. I like ran back in the house and I was like, hello. And I was just. Because I was like, why would they be calling me unless right. it was to, like, offer me another job or something? Or at least to, like, talk about it more. Exactly. So I was just, like... So excited. So excited. And I was just glad I didn't have to do any more interviews. Yeah. At least you lot. didn't have to go through the whole thing again and worry yeah. about that 
denial yeah, it was again. Just, it was just like, okay, well, we'll email you like the offer and then let us know. And I was like, okay, yeah, I definitely need some time. Yeah. <laughs> so just email Holy me. Crap. So yeah. so exciting. Yeah. So I think that was like a, probably like a Wednesday or something. I think I. T- I countered with them on like a Thursday and that Friday, I think I let my boss know. Oh, wow. So, that all happened quick. Oh, God. That was the most stressful thing. Oh, my gosh. But, well, so exciting. Hopefully, I have some updates coming up, but we'll see. Yes. <laughs> well, what are your weekend plans? Are you doing anything exciting? So, tonight, I mean, so the Kings are in the playoffs for yep. hockey. So, that's like Jeff's big thing right now. Priority. So they play tonight. So I think um, we didn't, we were going to go out. I want, we wanted to go out for Cinco de Mayo last night, but we didn't because we were trying to be good. And so I just cooked at home. And um, so I think we'll probably do like a little date night tonight and um, either watch the game somewhere or watch it at home. I don't know. He hasn't mentioned that. He had potentially said we'd maybe do it with some friends, but um, he hasn't mentioned anything. So. I'm going to assume that's not the case. And then because Friday or Sunday, we're going to the Beach Boys concert and going to the fair. So well, um, I'm going to do Mother's Day stuff with my mom tomorrow. So nice. I have training with Penny in the morning. And then from there, I'm just going to drive straight out to my parents and That'll take my fun. mom out to lunch. And we'll probably go shopping and... How fun. We like to go to Home Goods. Spend some QT. Home Goods, Marshalls. All those all good All that ones. good stuff. <laughs> well, that'll so, be nice. Yeah. Very cool. So, what about you? What's yeah, I so weekend? I did end up going out last night. <laughs> and it was, super, it was fun. Um, but tomorrow, or today, I was thinking it was tomorrow. Today, we are, Jordan and I are having like a little like patio sesh. So, he has like a cute little like apartment patio, you uh. know. And um, he's like a TV out there now and stuff. So we're just going to make like, we're going to do like a Seis de Mayo. Yeah. Since we missed Cinco de Mayo together. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to uh, make guac and margaritas and he, same thing. He's into the, watching the Kings, all the hockey playoffs and everything. So we're going to do that tonight. And then the plan what for you, Saturday. Are you guys going to make like Mexican I dinner think, or something? Or? I think we were probably going to... So I offered to pick up stuff to make tacos. And so you should have just got one of those taco kits from Costco. Uh, Costco. Oh, that would have been a good idea. Um, yeah, we might just pick up tacos. There's some place near him called Lupe's. I don't know if you've ever... Mm-mm. Lupita? Lupita's or Lupe? Something like that. Their tacos are really good. So I think we were just going to get like a couple tacos from there and then just hang out at home. Oh, Okay. Plan for Saturdays to have no plan, which I really like. It's the best. Like, just to, like, lounge and do nothing. And it's hot this weekend, so you guys can go it to the pool is. and stuff. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. That would be so nice. Yeah. And then, yeah, Sunday, I'll probably just come home. Um, my mom is at home. I sent her flowers, so those are there. So I'll just <laughs> give her a call, and then, you know, my Sundays are back to worrying about Mondays, so. Yeah. Do you do... Just usually, like, flowers and stuff for your mom? Yeah, or... like, being so far, it's, like, hard to do much else. Like, yeah. I can send her a gift or whatever, but my sister and I usually just will, like, I'll send her a card in the mail, my sister will get her a card, and we'll, like, go halfers on, like, a nice... Like, I just showed Laura the flowers. Um, they were beautiful. They're so pretty. Um, so we do that, and then my sister will be the one that kind of takes on the weight with Mother's Day since she <laughs> lives there. I'm like, do something good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think she was actually here last year, which was nice, but nope, it'll be a phone call this year, and yeah, not like a super crazy weekend, yeah, but... I think they were in, because I think we had gone to pass. well, we were supposed to go to Paso Robles, yes. I didn't go, and then I think Mother's Day was the following week. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So they were, I think, probably in Palm Springs, or at least at your aunt's or something. I think so. So that'll be nice. Oh, no, it was... Not that we have to, like, rehash this, but it was... You went out to Palm Springs for Mother's Day. I do remember that. Oh, I did. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, so. and I had my own little hotel, and it was nice. Yeah. That <laughs> sounds amazing. It was. It was really cool. Oh, I miss... I haven't been to Palm Springs since you and I went last uh, summer. We have to go... We were just talking about that at lunch. Like, we have to do a Palm Springs weekend. I know. Well, but... Well, no. That's where, where this conversation turned. That's was true. Like, we're like, we need to plan another Palm Springs, and then we're like, actually... We need to focus on Chicago, which we keep talking about. Yep. But you guys, we actually picked a date. We picked a weekend. We're waiting for work to confirm that all is good. And we started checking flights. Yep. And we're going to Chicago. So excited. Mom goes Chicago. Mom goes to Chicago. So once everything's like official, we'll share dates because it would be really fun to like plan a little like get together at a bar or something. Uh, yeah. Our hope is like 
to do somewhat of a little meetup. I don't know how like formal of a meetup it'll be or if it'll just be like, hey, we're going to go to this bar this day, this time. Come out with us. Anybody who wants to come hang out should come hang. Um, but yeah, so that'll be likely in September. Yes. So we're just finalizing our dates. Finger, fingers crossed we'll it's official with our bosses and then we're there. But, and if that's the case, I'm sure we'll for sure record an episode in person oh, with Courtney. we would have to. Yeah. That, that would be the best Because we didn't get to do it in Palm Springs last time because we had a little bit of time with her and we just like, we're having so much fun. We kind of just totally forgot. Yeah. Cause I know like, it was kind of our plan, but, um, if we're going to be there for four days, we're recording. We are recording. <laughs> That'll be a fun one. So, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Nice. Well, since we've been on a roll with pop culture, like this is going to be our second week, we might as well like <laughs> bring you the so much more pop culture again. <laughs> So, the Met Gala. Can we please talk about Blake Lively's dress? It was amazing. I feel like nobody even came close no, she, to hers. I think everybody was, like, pretty on board with saying she was, like... It was amazing. Like, was all incredible. of a sudden it was one dress and then it turned into, like, another one. And I was like, what just happened? You look so beautiful. She's so pretty. And she's just so sweet. Like, she mm-hmm. just seems like... Such a sweet person. I hope her and Ryan Reynolds' relationship is, like, as amazing as it is portrayed to be. Yes. Because I, like, love them. Aww. So. Yeah, aww. Aww. Have you guys missed my alls? <laughs> They're like, no, you do it all the time. <laughs> I don't even know if you do, but. So that gonna... was definitely best dressed, correct? Correct. In my opinion, yes. Me too. Yeah. Who was the worst dressed? Um... There, there were some people I didn't even know who they were. So I yeah. can't even say, and I didn't sit here and do research ahead of time. Exactly. So sorry. But um, I know one was definitely Kylie, in my opinion. I didn't understand yeah. it. I didn't know how she felt it went with the theme. I wish, like, that was, like, the question that they were asked was, like, were that they had to answer, like, why their outfit yeah, was inspired and, like, with the theme. It kind of reminded me. So she had like this like white dress on that was not like form fitting or anything. It was, was kind of like, like a, a t-shirt dress almost. Dress with sleeves. It was like an old school. Yeah. And then dress, she had like it? a backwards hat on with a veil. Yeah. And I was just like, it kind of reminded me of, um, it like, it takes two. <laughs> Like, it, that's literally what it reminded me of. And I was just like, I don't understand. Like, this could work like... Why did it... Re- just because they wore the a backwards, backwards hat? hat? Like, and wasn't there, like, in part of the movie where, like, she's in, like, a cute little dress, but, like, with a back- backwards hat on? Like, she's trying to, like, rebel. Sounds kind of... I loved that movie as a kid, but I don't really remember it. But that like, kind of sounds I feel like familiar. there was. Like, because one of the twins... By the way, we're talking about the classic It Takes Two with Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen, yeah. you guys. <laughs> the classic. Because I feel like there was, like... One of the twins was, like, super sporty, and the other one was, like, girly really? and rich. Yeah. And then the sporty one, like, there's the part where, like, she has to, like, get dressed up for the wedding or something like that. And she's, like, in a backwards hat at the wedding. I'm pretty sure. This is so embarrassing if that didn't happen. <laughs> but, like, that's what it reminded me of. Like, she reminded me of a little kid that's, like, rebelling at the Met Gala. Like, doesn't want to be in a dress, so she's going to wear a back. Like, and just it just seemed, like, so weird. But I also, yeah, I wasn't a fan. Especially... You've seen things she's worn in the past. Like, if that was the VMAs or something, like, that would have worked. Totally. But not the Met Gala. Yeah. And I just, like, I have read, like, a couple headlines that haven't, like, deep-dived into the topic, but I do think she's struggling with her image and, like, her body after having her second baby, uh-huh. which is insane to me because she looks so good. Yeah. But I think when you are in that lifestyle and you're used to looking one way. And well, then you have like, your sisters who, like, yeah, I think you just are surround, like, you're surrounded by a lot of that, like, toxic energy, I think, where it's, like, you feel like you're not good enough and it's always, like... Exactly. Which, like, goes into the whole, like, thing with Kim and everything and... Ugh, which see, that was, like, a whole ordeal this week. That was another... That was probably the most talked about dress at the Met Gala because she... So turns out... So the news was that she was wearing Marilyn Monroe's, the same dress that she's saying, happy birthday, Mr. President, who was that, Kennedy or something? JFK, in Which she did. Like, she actually, like, I guess the dress is in, like, a Ripley's museum or something and she went to go get it fitted and they're like yeah this isn't gonna work so she lost Which, like, obviously like 
your ass is like in Marilyn Monroe's of like is not a it's a form fitting dress. So obviously those aren't like exactly. a comparable body type. Exactly. So she apparently lost. Mind you, this is Kim Kardashian. Where is she losing from? Like, what does she have to lose? Yeah, to lose 16 pounds. I was like, how? In three weeks. Yeah. That's not healthy. No. If Okay, 16 pounds in three weeks for me might not be healthy, but it could be doable because I have 16 pounds to and lose. me having like 16 times 10 pounds to lose <laughs> can lose 16 pounds in three weeks. But somebody who has like negative like 40 pounds that they need to lose. Like they don't yeah. need to lose any or they could possibly gain more to look healthier. Like to lose 16 in three weeks. How did she do it? I don't even understand. Yeah, I don't either. Um, So that was crazy. But if, I also read that she just walked the red carpet in that dress. She Because she looked uncomfortable. Like she mm-hmm. looked like she was squeezed into that dress and like could barely walk. Yeah. And then there was this one video I sh- I saw where she was like walking up like the steps, you know, uh-huh. and like Pete was like helping her, and like it took her forever to get up the steps because she could like barely move her legs like to yeah. get up the steps. So she did like the red carpet in it to make um, the news or whatever, and then they had a replica of the dress that she changed into after doing the red carpet oh, for the rest of the night, which I didn't, was really I hadn't smart. Heard that. Yeah, could no. you imagine, like, if she, like, ripped the dress or something? No. Well, then, because uh, I did see a video where, oh, my God, did you see the video of her trying to get into it, like, with Pete, like, in the Ripley yes. room? Yes. And, like, literally just watching them try to, like, shove her ass into that dress. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to rip this dress. And then, so I, because I had no idea until, like, a day or two later that they had, um, that that's why she was wearing, like, a <laughs> shawl with it because they didn't even. They couldn't even zip up the back. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, she did look absolutely gorgeous in it. I wish, I think what a lot of people said, and I feel the same way, I wish she did, like, a little bit more, like, Marilyn hair. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, But she took her own spin on it, like, which is a very Kim K thing to do. Like, it's yeah. not, she's not treating it like a Halloween costume where she has to put the Marilyn wig on. Like, yeah. she's wearing the dress at, like, an elite fashion hair. event. Yeah, so I... I mean, yeah, it would have been nice to have her do, like, that old Hollywood glamour hairstyle, but I kind of like that she did, like, her own thing, too. Yeah. And it was just, it was just unfortunate because then, like, the big thing that I think that was equally talked about as much as the dress itself was just, like, oh, my God, she starved herself for, and, like, she she literally said she, like, starved herself for, what was it, three weeks? Is yes. that what it was? So, I mean... Which is... I feel like the craziest thing to me is you know people in Hollywood do that. This is not the first time she's done something like this. But just with with how, like, off-limits kind... Or not off-limits, but how awkward that topic is and how, like, against doing things like that people are. Like, you think you would think they just, like, would never admit to doing that. Yeah. And I feel like her attitude's changed a little bit, too. Like, she kind of... You still probably haven't watched the new show yet. I haven't. But her attitude is kind of just changed into a little bit more of like, I don't care what people's opinions are. Like, I, this is what I'm doing, so I'm going to tell you what I'm I doing. I mean, I understand not caring what your opinions are, but you have to also realize that, like, there are... Because, like, we are all at an age where... And, and there are people our age that are still, like, going to be highly, like, impressioned by these types yeah. of things. Like, that kind of stuff doesn't affect me, but I also... I'm not somebody who suffers with, like, eating disorders in that right. way. But there are tons of people who do. And there are tons of young girls that... Want to look like her. So exactly. Yeah. So I think... I don't care if you don't give a shit what people think about you and blah, but blah, blah. But you do have a responsibility. But you do have a responsibility to um, not project this toxic behavior that can be extremely triggering to people. And, like be something that like young girls like look up to and like like they already see like Kim and her body and everything like that's already like I don't want to say a problem as is because we shouldn't say Kim's looking the but way she how, does is a problem how often but then when walk- she says it now exactly a associates oh so if I want to look like that I have to start my bodies are just so unnatural like how often do you walk down the street or you go to the mall or whatever and you see somebody that has that body shape shape and size like it's not realistic like people don't look like that but that's (laughs) unfortunate because the young girls don't see it like that we do because that's not I mean these bodies didn't just come out of nowhere like we just all of a sudden saw bodies like this like remember we used to think that J-Lo had the most insane ass in the world yeah J-Lo has the most 
average ass now yeah. when you compare it to these ridiculous Kim K booties and butts and all these girls that get these Brazilian butt lifts and whatever they do. I don't even, I can't imagine getting like a fake butt. No. But I mean, I'm the farthest person <laughs> from needs it, but I just, it's. I don't know. Well, there are a lot of people in Hollywood that have healthier um, mindsets surrounding this and do speak out about how toxic diet culture is and how toxic, like, just this topic in general can be in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And one of those people that spoke out about Kim Kardashian this week is Mm -hmm. Lily, what is her name? Lily Reinhart. Um, Lily Reinhardt, yes. I don't know who that is. I don't know either. I I can't remember um, who she is, but she spoke out. I have a feeling she's an outspoken person in general. I feel like I've heard this name before tied to like controversial stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But she called Kim's decision to discuss her diet to lose the 16 pounds in three weeks um, so wrong and fucked on hundreds of levels. So she said to openly admit to starving yourself for the sake of the Met Gala when you know very well that millions of young men and women are looking up to you and listening to your every word. The ignorance is otherworldly. Yeah. Can't read that far. And disgusting. And disgusting. Please stop supporting these stupid, harmful celebrities whose entire image revolves around their bodies. She has a point. Yep. Like. The Kardashians, like, I love them. So I'm not, like, changing my mind on, like, I'm just fat. It's not that I love them. I'm fascinated by, like, their lifestyle That's and everything. That's 100% me. More yeah, but I'm not, like, clearly I don't look like them. So I'm not striving to, like, <laughs> you know. I love, I just love, I'm fascinated by, like, their lifestyle and just, like, it's so foreign to me that, like, yeah. I, it's, like, yeah, it's, it's just, like, a dream to me, you know, the way that they live. But she does, she has a point, like, their entire image, like their entire existence is based off of how they looked. If they didn't look that way, they yeah. wouldn't be where they are. So she has a point. Yeah. She definitely has a point. Um, but there's other celebrities in Hollywood that have spoken out about not necessarily the Kim, Kim Kardashian thing, but just in general about... Do you want like, me to read another one? Yeah, like Demi Lovato like is a good example. Okay, because she's suffered with a lot of body image stuff, Yeah, she's right? gone through like I mean, the anorexia or bulimia or something before, and then she's gained a lot of weight. She's gone through it. I think that's something in our society we get caught up in diet culture. Every commercial on TV is either about a weight loss pill or a piece of fitness equipment, or it's all food-based. As someone recovering from a food disorder, it's something that I want to put out there that you don't have to diet in order to be happy. I don't think I've heard that message out there in the public. And of course, it's important to be healthy and everything in moderation is fine. Which is such a good mindset to have. Um, I think I get a little lost sometimes on social media, like, and the, social media and Hollywood are two totally different places. Like, the people I follow on social media don't look anywhere near, for the most part, these celebrities in yeah. Hollywood that go to those extremes, you know? But um, I do get a little tired of, like, certain diet culture stuff, like the pushing pills or pushing to drink this and you'll lose all the weight in the world because I know it's not true or I would have been doing it a long time ago and we would, none of us would have problems if all we had to do is take a pill, you know? But I also get a little lost in like the, the fuck diet culture because not everybody has the capacity or not everybody's gotten past the struggles of like, oh yeah, I don't need an app to track in or I don't need to think about it. I can just eat intuitively and just stop when I'm ready. And then, you know, like just, pull it back if I have to like the reality for a lot of people is that they're not capable of doing that yet themselves like there's things that have to be addressed and they do need like tools to help them yeah get there so I think there's different levels of diet culture and there's things you can take like tracking your food that are are healthy Mm -hmm. you know using an app that tells you what a healthy amount of calories for you to eat in a day and trying your hardest to stay within those calories versus thinking that pills and eating one 300 calorie meal a day is going to do it for you, you know? Did she say, she just said what she was eating, like what? Just like chicken and vegetables? I don't even know what she said she was eating. I think I, the whole focus that I had heard was just that it was 16 pounds in three weeks. I would think it'd be hard to eat anything. And then at her hotel room that night, they had pizza and donuts delivered. Is that what it was? Something like that? Yes. Yeah. She skipped the parties and ate pizza and donuts. Don't blame her after all that, but... (laughs) 
And then you want to hear my other random pop culture update that I'm like so excited about? Yes. I'm like, I'm dying to know if you heard about this too. Okay. Kristen Cavallari. Yes, I did. And Stephen Coletti, so from Laguna Beach, are coming out with their own podcast in July. I've wanted to re-binge that, so Ugh, I just... I have. It's on Hulu. Is it? I yes. got rid of those DVDs, like, when Jeff and I moved, because uh, we still had tons of just DVDs, and I had all of them on box set. I was like, I'm never going to rewatch these. And if I do, I'm sure I can find them online. And I do want to rewatch And now, since I heard they're going to be doing a podcast... I can't wait. What they're doing... You're not even going to listen. Get out of here. Oh, I will. Okay. I've... On Hulu, I've gone back and watched all the Laguna Beach and the Hills Uh episodes. This was like my jam. They are going to go back and watch seasons one and two of Laguna Beach and then each episode, like, discuss... Like, deep dives. You know, like, when you used to watch Laguna Beach, you'd be like, oh, my God, is that real? Like, did she really go off with him? Like, did he cheat on her? Like, you had all these questions, like, watching episodes This is a new concept. You know that, right? Like, this is, like, everybody's doing these now. Well, this is one I care about. Oh. <laughs> I feel like um, The Office might have been the first two of the women on The Office did it. But, I mean, they have it for, like, tons of the shows now. I know they do it because Jeff listens to the one for Entourage they do it for Parks and Rec. They do it for like. Well, this is this shows how so many podcasts many shows they watch I, or listen to. <laughs> or listen you to. You know, you yeah. listen to them, right? We definitely. You know, people to them. aren't watching us, right? Well, you guys can't see us. <laughs> but I'm so excited. I feel like that was like in my teenage years. That was like my like obsession. Like that was like how people like are fascinated with like the Kardashians or whatever now like I was fascinated with like all the Laguna Beach like kids you know I loved Laguna Beach and um so I just think that's gonna be so fun I think it's fun that like they used to date and like I just think it's gonna like that is so smart for the two of them to be doing it is Stephen Coletti is he uh is he married or anything I don't know I have a feeling they're not because I feel like if he was they they wouldn't do this that would be really awkward yeah yeah um, but yeah, I'm excited. So that'll come out in July. All right. I'll have to remind everybody. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I did see, I saw somebody post that on Instagram this week and I was like, oh, I'll probably listen to that. But I kind of want to rewatch, like, I, like one of my, cause I do, I listen to like a Real Housewives, like a Bravo recap, like podcast and they like recap episodes, but I like always want to watch it before I like listen to it. So I'm Maybe gonna go back I'm gonna like go back seasons. and like watch them as I listen to them. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think it's I think we're ready to hit it. Okay. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph. Before we get into our flavor of the week, we got a random DM asking us to list our favorite, a few of our favorite things, and the things they wanted to know was our favorite restaurant clothing brand and food so we're gonna do like Ooh, rapid some fire quick rapid fire let's talk favorite restaurants first oh my god okay favorite restaurants is a really hard one for me oh i know because i like, like food what's so my much. mood like i so i don't know what my favorite actual restaurant is like because i don't do a lot of chain restaurants but i definitely know my favorite chain restaurant if i had one okay what is it and i think we've may have talked about this before so wood ranch I love Hands it. down. Is Wood Ranch a chain, though? I don't think it's it is. It's like a local chain. I, I think it's, it's on the West Coast. I want, when I think chain, like, it is a chain, but it's not. Like, I think Chili's, Red Robin, yeah. Applebee's, Islands. Like, that's what None I think of, of when I think of chain. Yeah, two favorite chains, and they're both limited to, like, here. What's your other one, then? Din Tai Fung. Oh. See, yeah, I... That's... Like, a, when you think of a chain restaurant, it can't even be that they have multiple. I think it just has to be, like, a shitty... Chain. Oh god! You have commercials. Maybe I don't have one. If they have commercials on TV, <laughs> like that's what I consider a chain restaurant. But you're right. I mean, they are chains because they have multiple locations. But... but like picking a favorite restaurant out of like all the good restaurants there are, I don't know if I can do it. I know. Do you I have think, a favorite? Um, it might be Solani's, which we always go to for my birthday in Laguna. That's probably one of my favorite restaurants because I just they have great cocktails. They have a salad that I love there. They have the best steak. Their mac and cheese is amazing. Like, just it's just like an delicious. all around perfect meal in Laguna Beach. Their bread is even amazing. And um, so, I mean, I think, yeah, it's, but it's like the same thing. It's like, I don't, I have a lot of restaurants I love, 
And it's um, hard, like, okay, well, I love sushi. I have a favorite sushi restaurant. I love Italian. Like, exactly. We have our favorite Italian, our favorite yeah. Mexican, our favorite sushi. Like, It's hard. Yeah. Definitely. Um, favorite clothing brand? So I'm a budget shopper, so I'm going to go... Wild Fable at Target. <laughs> I was going to say, the thre- <laughs> what is the thrush? Threshold or the, something? Something or... threshold. Oh, no, yeah. that's, their, that's like a furniture. But there's like, yeah, no, Target is like, um, I'm wearing all Target right now. Yeah, I have Target shoes and an Old Navy dress. So oh, Old Navy's so though. hit and miss for me. Like, me if it's too. Cute, that's if you cute, walk though. in, I love this. This was on sale. I got it recently. Um, but if you walk in and everything's cute, everything's going to be cute. Or you walk in and you're like, not one thing. Yeah. Like, there's not one thing here that's cute this yeah. time. Like, and then I get a little tired of Old Navy just because I feel like they always have, like, eight patterns at a time. And everything is in those, <laughs> those same patterns. eight patterns. And, like, that's, that's so all they have. They do do that. <laughs> I, um, and what I've been learning is I don't like a lot of stuff at Target Lately, but you have to be willing to go through their website because they have yes. so much work. Because I feel like there's a lot of stuff, not as much my style, like at Target. But I go on their website and I'm like, oh my God, there's like so much well, more. And pro tip for their website, because I'm the same way. I don't think anything in the store is cute at Target anymore. But um, I do, like I'll shop on their app. But even that is hard for me. Like if I shop like dresses, like I'm like... Just, it's a mix of, like, what's cute and what's not, and it's hard to find. But what I like doing on the main part of their app, you can go to, like, their, um, you know how they, they post, repost pictures from Instagram of, like... Yes. So that's where I find the cutest stuff, because I'll just scroll through those, and I'll be like, oh my god, those shoes are so cute, or, like, that top's so cute, or something, and you click on it, and then it has a link to go to, like, that page on Target. So that's usually how I find the cute stuff because it's hard, it's hard even to dig online sometimes. Yeah, no, it's tons of stuff, but I agree looking at, I love that they link Instagram photos to their products because then you can uh, see them also on like random people versus just, and how they style it and things like that. I love getting to see that. Um, I'm like at all times, like if you went in my Target app right now, I have at least probably 10 things in my cart because I just leave things in there and then, because there's always stuff on sale. Like this week, 20% 20% off women's shoes. Yep. So, like, I do have, like, two pairs of shoes in there. So, I do probably want to get, like, a pair of shoes, maybe. And I just... Because I'm, like... Usually, it's not things I'm, like... In or, if it's something I, like, want for something, I'll buy it. But, like, usually I just wait until... Yeah, because everything goes on sale. Yep. Exactly. So, um... Yeah. <laughs> Target. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I buy everything. Target, Torrid, and Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> um, foods. Ugh. If I could only... Like, if I was on death row and I could I feel like we've had the death row convo it would be sushi 100% would it I could eat sushi every day of my life I, love I always it so say much. mine would be steak and lobster Ooh. but like and it's it's just mood it's all based on mood yeah because I also like one of my favorite foods is a good cheeseburger like, yeah but like a good one yeah like so I don't know that's hard but these are not our favorite things this week no what is your flavor of the week my flavor of the week is Coke Zero, and I feel like this is not a super exciting. This is flavor my of the week. flavor of my life. <laughs> I feel like this is not an exciting flavor of the week because everybody's like, "Yeah, we know about Coke Zero," but I feel like there's a lot of people that don't. I feel like a lot of people are just like Diet Coke, Diet Coke, Diet Coke, and it's like, "Excuse me, have you tried?" Well, Coke so my Zero mom yet? hates Diet Coke, and when she was here on Saturday for Jeff's party, we only have Coke Zero in our house and she popped one open and she was like wow this is actually really good it to me it tastes like less diety like more like the real coke than diet coke does and i'm obsessed they also sell so i buy coke zero all the time and then Mm -hmm. i also buy when they have it at the store cherry coke zero yep us too oh it's so good (laughs) so but i have a thing about it though is i love coke zero like we have a problem like if you go in our garage right now we have like pallets of it we have a lot (laughs) on hand at all times because i panic if we're like on the last case and i'm like jeff we're almost out of coke (laughs) um but i love coke zero in a can more than diet coke but at a fountain, I want Diet Coke over Fountain yes. Coke Zero. Which Fountain Coke Zero isn't as, like, popular and easy to find, but I definitely, like... Prefer Diet prefer Coke. Prefer a Diet Coke. Well, especially McDonald's over Diet Coke. Well, yeah. The best. The best. What is your flavor of the week? Mine is Better Call Saul. Ooh. It just came back a couple weeks ago 
for its final season, but I think they're doing like the, this is like the thing to do now when you have a final season is to do it in like two parts. Yeah. Like nobody just puts out a final season anymore. So I do think they might be doing that. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's been out for, I think like three, four episodes now. But the first week they did like a couple episodes. Um, and this is Netflix, right? No, Better Call Saul's on AMC. Oh, okay. So um, for those of you who are living under a rock and missing out, like I'm sure Stephanie is, <laughs> um, Better Call Saul is a prequel to Breaking Bad, which oh. Breaking Bad is like so good. My... I did watch that. Oh, so you watched Breaking Bad? Yeah. Oh, and but... I haven't seen this though. Oh my god. So yeah, Better Call Saul's the prequel to Breaking Bad. Personally, I find that show to be almost just as good as Breaking Bad. I literally just went watching Breaking Bad as we speak. I heard the I heard <laughs> I heard the theme song through the wall a minute ago. Um, but yeah, because Breaking Bad is one of my favorite shows of all time, and I think Better Call Saul like lives up. Like, cause you, it's like, oh, they're gonna do a prequel. Like, can't be that great. I think it's already, if I remember correctly, I think Breaking Bad was only five seasons, and Better Call Saul is gonna be six. Oh wow! Like, so it's been on just as long. Like. It's been such a freaking good series. Um, I feel like this last season, there's a lot of, because like with it being a prequel, there's a lot of like characters and stuff where you're like, okay, I know something's going to happen to them because I know these characters are not on on Breaking Breaking Bad. So what happens to them? So there's two main characters that I think about the most in that situation, which one we just found out last episode. I won't say anything because I don't want to spoil it. But the other, there's, like, another huge character where I'm like, okay, what's going to happen here? Like, oh. So I love that show. If you have never done Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, please, it's all on Netflix. Everything. Wait, so it is on Netflix? All the old seasons. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, so all of Breaking Bad's on Netflix, and then all of Better Call Saul up to this current season is on Netflix. Gotcha. So go binge it's a lot but it's so worth it because it's such a freaking good show i need to go back it's like i wanted that's why i wanted i thought jeff was gonna love ozark i was like it's just like breaking bad and then he was like it's not he's like because breaking bad like it wasn't a funny show but like you had moments of like lightness to it where ozark is just like super dark yeah which i like it still but um it's just yeah better call Saul's the best so is breaking bad so I'll make it a twofer if you haven't watched both of those. <laughs> watch them both. Go watch them. <laughs> so that's my flavor of the week. Flavor of the week. Laura, I think we got a good one. We got a good one. <laughs> well, thank you all for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter and request to join. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or have an iTunes account, please don't forget to take a moment to leave us a five-star rate and review. You can even rate us on Spotify. And if you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. Thanks again, and we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers.